welcome to Disrupt Podcast and the first in a special four-part series brought to you in partnership with the Jack Ma Foundation's Africa's Business Heroes Programme. Applications have just opened for the fifth edition of the Foundation's Africa's Business Heroes Initiative, its flagship philanthropic programme to support African entrepreneurs. Inspiring founders from every sector who are using their business to positively impact communities can enter the 2023 competition for the opportunity to win a share of the $1.5 million in equity-free grant funding. Selected companies will also gain access to mentorship, training and a community of like-minded entrepreneurs, as well as a platform to tell their story to the world via the televised ABH show. Applications are open now at africabusinessheroes.org until mid-May. This series speaks to various African founders to find out what impact ABH had on their businesses and how taking part helped them scale more rapidly. In this episode, we'll be chatting to two founders running two very different startups in markets as contrasting as Egypt and Zimbabwe. But first, here's Zara Beatty Boateng, Head of Partnership and Programs at Africa's Business Heroes, to tell us a bit more about how the program works. Africa Business Heroes, or ABH for short, is the Jack Ma Foundation's flagship philanthropic program in Africa. And what we aim to do at our core is to support entrepreneurs. Our mission is to showcase and grow local talent uh, who are creating positive impacts in their communities and beyond through business and to inspire movement of African entrepreneurship. I mean, we do this in three main ways through a annual competition that awards $1.5 million to 10 entrepreneurs every year. We do this also through our ABH show, which spotlights the stories of these heroes and we broadcast their stories online and and via TV. And it gives entrepreneurs insight into um, their lives, gives them the opportunity to draw inspiration. Um, And then lastly, we have a community, a community of over 100,000 entrepreneurs, mentors, investors. And the aim is for this community to support each other along their journey of entrepreneurship. The benefits of ABH, Zahra says, begin even before a startup has been selected to take part. During the competition itself, we believe that the application is structured to help entrepreneurs introspect about their business, introspect about the value and the impact that they are creating. We host several application workshops information sessions that aim to support entrepreneurs, not just get through the application, but really think about how they are telling the story of their business. And we believe by the end of the application process in itself, um, applicants will be well positioned to pitch to investors, to apply to other competitions, seek grant funding, etc. Once the application has actually been submitted, the process becomes even more beneficial. We have an extensive review process, which is um, designed to support entrepreneurs throughout throughout the competition and ensure that by the end of it, they come out stronger. So we have a round one review process where we have three judges um, review the application and provide feedback. So regardless of whether entrepreneurs make it to the next stage or not, they get feedback, which we think is really important in helping them strengthen their value proposition. For those who do make it to the next round, uh, 50 of them do, uh, they have video call interviews um, with another set of judges who listen to um, them share details of their business, their personal entrepreneurship journey. Um, And again, we have dedicated time during that interview for the judges to provide feedback on the business model, on their strategy, um, etc. Once that is complete, ABH selects its top 20, with these finalists going into a due diligence process with PwC. 
It's a very rigorous process. And many of our entrepreneurs tell us that process has helped them prepare for future rounds of due diligence with investors. Um, it's positioned them to really understand what um, investors may be looking for and put things in order. Uh, for the entrepreneurs or finalists who pass the due diligence process, they then go on to have a semi-finale. Um, we had gone on hiatus because of COVID and had to adopt a hybrid model, but really excited that last year we had our first in-person semi-finale since 2019, and we'll be having one again this year. Um, and again, the semi-finale is their chance to pitch. You know, we provide them with training beforehand to help them um, develop their confidence, their speaking skills, their presentation skills. We have uh, master classes on how to deliver um, a, a three-minute pitch, mentorship sessions, and so they are able to put their best foot forward at the pitch. At this point, the top 10 is selected. These are the companies that will proceed to the grand finale and compete to win a share of the $1.5 million. I think the grand finale itself is, you know, a masterclass in entrepreneurship. We have renowned judges. We've had the likes of Mr. Jack Ma, Mr. Strive Masiwa, and Madame Ibukina Washika, uh, Mr. Joe Tsai, who provide our heroes with really in-depth feedback. They give them um, inspiration, words of advice. Um, and so we broadcast that on TV, online. Um, and, and that in itself is also beneficial to the participating um, entrepreneurs because it allows them to tell their story, helps them attract investors, partners. Zara says participating entrepreneurs better understand their businesses and are better able to articulate their value proposition. Some of our entrepreneurs, after going through this really extensive process, um, about nine months, um, they they shift their business models. You know, they expand to new territories because of some of the insights they may have received from the judges um, along the process, or the inspiration they've received from some of the other entrepreneurs pitching. How does ABH stand apart from the multitude of startup-focused competitions, challenges, and programs that are out there? Zara says much of it is to do with breadth. I think some of the strengths of this program is that we are Pan-African. Um, some competitions, I think, and, and rightfully so, have a regional focus, but we really aim to um, attract entrepreneurs from all across Africa, both um, Northern Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa. Often you find that there's a split, but we're Pan-African, and I think that allows us to have wide reach. Um, similarly, we are sector agnostic, so we don't have a focus on any specific se sector. Um, applicants don't have to have a tech focus, for example. And so that breadth allows us to ensure we are attracting entrepreneurs from all, all, all fields, all sectors that are solving problems, regardless of how they're doing it, so long as they're um, addressing those problems in an innovative and sustainable way. The whole idea behind ABH, she said, came from Jack Ma's belief that entrepreneurship and innovation could be game changers in catalyzing growth and development on the continent. Our, our goal is to inspire um, a movement of entrepreneurship in Africa um, and that by the end of our 10-year mandate, we will have 100 entrepreneurs uh, who we call business heroes who inspire, motivate and who are building really transformative businesses. She says one of the best parts of her work at ABH is being able to see the growth of the heroes it works with. 
we meet them as applicants and we then, you know, crown them as heroes every year, 10 of them. And the growth has been truly um, incredible. We've seen several of our heroes expand geographically. Uh, for example, our grand prize winner um, of 2019, Tamigiwa Tobison of Life Bank, um, when she applied, was operating in Nigeria. Today is operating in Ethiopia, Kenya, with further plans of expansion. Um, you know, our grand funds were pivotal for her expanding beyond um, um, Lagos and, and really moving into various parts of, of Nigeria as well. We've seen some of our entrepreneurs um, completely pivot their business model uh, due to the advice they received. Um, Mulaye Tabure of Afrikia, now Anka, is, is one such example. Um, and so I think the growth of our entrepreneurs has been our greatest impact. Um, just seeing how the grand funds, the community, the show have enabled them to scale um, expand their facilities, for example, that Oman, Omar Sawa of Nawa Scientific is a key example, leveraged the grant funds received to double the size of, of their research facilities. Um, and so I think, you know, that expansion and, and that growth has been our, our greatest impact to date. Zara Beatty Botek there then on some of the more inspirational development stories witnessed amongst the heroes she works with every year on behalf of the Jack Ma Foundation. Now that we've heard a bit more about the ABH programme, perhaps it's time we met some of these heroes ourselves. As Zara mentioned, Egyptian company Nawa Scientific has witnessed strong growth since being named second prize winner at the inaugural 2019 edition. CEO Omar Sako gave us some background on the company and told us more about his experiences of the ABH programme. We are an online destination to outsource your scientific and industrial analysis. Uh, basically, we are analyzing anything that is not human being. We specialized in biomedical sciences and our uh, business model is very much straightforward. Um, our clients who are either individual scientists or corporates would log on to our online platform and then they will find a full list of services we can do for them all types of analysis, research experiments we can carry out. Uh, they upload their samples, their tasks to be done. Uh, a courier uh, pick up the samples, bring them to us. We do the analysis and revert the results all the way back online. We have been in the market for seven years. Uh, we have analyzed over 300,000 samples. We are now operating in uh, several geographies. So basically we expanded to Jordan in 2021. And then we expanded to uh, Saudi Arabia in uh, 2022. We're uh, expanding to Lagos, Nigeria this year. We also opened a couple of sales offices in uh, Poland, um, Eastern Europe, as well as Sudan um, in the northern East part of uh, Africa. Omar says taking part in the ABH program had three major effects on his personal journey and that of his company. So first, um, of course, getting a cash prize in the range of hundreds of US dollars uh, is a big thing. And it's even bigger now with the uh, current uh, currency devaluation in Africa. So this was a huge push and it came just when we needed it. It was a key investment or a key uh, driver uh, for, to achieve some milestones. So cash investment uh, was actually uh, a very good return on that uh, participation the competition. The cash was, however, the least valuable advantage NOAA Scientific gained from ABH, with other things proving more important over time, 
notably the effect on the startup's expansion plans and access to networks. The ABH was an eye-opener for me on so many African markets. Before joining the ABH, I thought as a typical North African uh, startup that I should um, expand more into the Middle East. But after the, uh, joining the competition, I realized there are more opportunities in Africa. We do share a lot of market dynamics with so many other African countries. And I came back to my uh, board and tell them, you know what? I have a pretty much a new expansion plan and we are going to Africa. So this was one. Network that ABH provides you is second to none. They connect you to uh, the amazing founders across the continent, um, amazing mentors, those who can actually pull the trigger and make things happen. So uh, the network effect of ABH is, is amazing. He also comments positively on the post-challenge care and attention provided by the initiative. ABH actually uh, keeps taking care of you after winning the competition. So I won the competition back in 2019. And since then, I have been featured so many times um, with the ABH publications, with the ABH podcasts, with the AP, ABH um, uh, PR releases. And I can tell you that um, ABH have a huge PR machine and they keep promoting you, keep um, people uh, following your news. And this is very much helpful in fundraising, in market access to new markets. It's amazing when you talk to new people and they tell you, yeah, we have seen you on this ABH video or this ABH uh, YouTube documentary. Uh, so winning an ABH competition is, is actually a long-term investment in your PR capabilities. Now, our scientific, being a relatively early stage, Africa-focused startup on the fundraising trail, has taken part in a variety of challenges and programs over the course of its journey. Omar says this one compares very favorably. ABH is by far the biggest and the most diverse in terms of the number of nationalities, in terms of the um, uh, spread of uh, the invitation, the uh, width of the audience. Uh, so by far, if you want to reach to more people, ABH is the place to go. The key value, he says, is the high levels of mentorship and feedback a startup receives from judges over the course of the competition. The competition is basically structured so that you are uh, shortlisted over several, layer, several layers of uh, competition. And in each layer, you get um, this um, uh, judgment, feedback, mentorship. We had to go through um, top class uh, management companies like PwC analyzing our business. And this is very much valuable and expensive feedback. Uh, and then you get through uh, several layers of VCs, of investors. And of course, through the journey, we have accumulated a lot of um, insightful uh, notes. At the heart of it all, he says, is impact and the level of impact a startup can bring to Africa. Several investors you can talk to probably are not so concerned about the impact you're bringing. But if you want to be um, highlighted, if you want to get into the spotlight because of the impact you're bringing to Africa, this is the place to be. Omar there, then on the key role ABH played in the development of his startup and how the focus of the initiative, as Jack Ma originally intended, is on ensuring impactful entrepreneurs across Africa can fulfill their potential and boost development. 
Another founder who credits Africa's business heroes with playing a vital role in the growth of her business is Dr. Ethel Mupambwa, who founded Money Mart Finance, one of the fastest growing digital microfinance institutions in Zimbabwe. She told us a little bit about her business and what it has achieved so far. In Manimat Finance, we concentrate on financially including the law end, especially focusing on women and youths. So we have got a various uh, products that we give to the women because of the problem that we are trying to solve of um, lack of financial inclusion here in Zimbabwe. So we give, we assist them with uh, loans to boost their business. We do financial literacy. We give them health benefit plans, funeral cash plan. We also do what we call solar home system loans. So, so in a nutshell, you can tell we are contributing to SDG 1, 3, 5, 7, and 8 in so doing and making an impact to the communities that we are serving. Manimat Finance now has 23 branches across Zimbabwe, and we're looking forward in 2023 to stem our foot in Zambia, that's regional expansion. Ethel took part in a 2020 edition of ABH, being named third prize winner and banking 150,000 US dollars in prize money. That cash came in extremely handy. The money was so obvious, it really boosted our loan book starting 2021 because we were hit by COVID-19 in 2020 and business was really shaky then, but the prize money in 2021 gave us a huge boost and to think of that now we are running a loan book of almost 1.5 million US dollars that's a 10x from the just 150,000 awarded by Africa Business Euro. She agrees with Omar however that though the prize money was extremely valuable there were other benefits to taking part in ABH. Yes, he had so much impact on the business, but I think the greatest impact that we got was actually talking through the judges and the mentorship that we got and that we still continue to get from Africa Business Hero. You know, it's one thing to be running a business here in Africa and trying to make sure everything is okay. And another thing to have someone you tell about your business and they are seeing with a different angle altogether and they are advising, they're asking you difficult questions of where you're going. It really made an impact to us. Hence the growth that's happening in Southern Africa. We were being asked, okay, so what what is the sustainable expansion that you are going to be doing now that you have this business. Okay, what are your objectives five years from now? What are the plans? So you start thinking broader and you start thinking wide. So what's what's the next step? And now the next question will be asked, you are going to be growing from just 30 employees to the current 103 employees that I have. What systems have you put in place? What trainings are you doing to your team so that they can handle their growth? So it has been awesome. The impact has been so great. The networking opportunities afforded by the initiative are also valuable, Ethel says. Hearing other entrepreneurs of your age, of the same continent, doing amazing things, challenging you, you know, it has been so much. ABH has continued to be of assistance to Ethel and Money Martin the years since it took part. 
The aftercare that we have received from Africa Business Euros is massive and so powerful. We have been um, being given courses to do and trainers to train us in in various aspects of, of business. We have been made to come and gather around is preparing us for, for investors' pitch. We have been made to meet, like I said, with other alumni, discussing the challenges that we are facing and how others are, take, are tackling the challenges that they are facing in the various African countries that they are in. This has been so huge. And, give, and making us to be on the spotlight, you know, now whenever something wants to be talked about in terms of entrepreneurship, even in my country, I'm the first person to be looked for because the credibility of Africa's business heroes. Imagine the minister introducing myself saying we have Ethel Yeh and Africa business heroes confirmed by Jack Ma Foundation. It brings a lot of impact. So it has made us to go there on spotlight even for other partnerships to easily go through because the trust that the training, the due diligence that we went through via Africa Business Heroes made us to become a different business and to look at it with a different angle altogether. So what was that different angle in the case of Money Mark? Yes, there's a particular key change that has happened in my business because of Africa Business Heroes. When I connected the Africa Business Heroes, I was just a main microfinance doing my business the traditional way, giving loans, people applying on paper, we going out there physically, meeting our clients. But Africa Business Heroes gave a different look at the business, introducing me to the digital world, helping me to decide what kind of fintechs do I want to partner with? What can, what type of issues should I look into when I'm engaging fintechs so that I enhance my business and grow my business? Now we are saying we are the digital microfinance institution in Zimbabwe because our clients can now apply on USSD platform. We now have a, a mobile application on Play Store of Mandamat Finance where our customers can apply. Our own employees, they've got employees application, the loans officer application, which we can track what someone has done at the end of the day. What are they doing in the market? How many customers have they onboarded? How much money have they received from customers? How you know it's now so much easy. The dashboards that come with with the with the digital platforms, with the core banking systems that Africa Business Heroes helped us in making sure that we select the right product for our business. The process of applying for and competing in the ABH competition really makes a founder analyse their business and think outside the box, Ethel says. She also believes it to be extremely democratic and a real confidence boost for early stage founders. The good thing with Africa Business Zero is that it's a fair competition. Whoever thought a girl from rural Zimbabwe can make it as an Africa business hero. That's how credible they are. They look into the business. They look into the potential of that business, the impact of that business. Even if we are not really knowing the impact we are making, 
they are there to help you, show you that, look, the impact that you're making is so huge. Don't look down upon yourself. So it comes with a lot of things, with a lot of interactions, with the judges who will be asking you, you know, relevant questions of your of your of your country of your economy of your technological aspects you know the legal aspects of the business so it's really good to apply for africa business euro competition and be one of the participants we are saying africa for africans we are here to build africa Nice note on which to end there, with Ethel clearly having been inspired by her participation in ABH and Money Mart heading in the right direction. Join us in a couple of weeks for the second instalment in this four-part series, when we'll be hearing from founders about their fundraising experiences in the wake of taking part in Africa's Business Heroes. Until then, bye. Bye. bye.